appreciate the beautiful singing and thank God for the humble prayer. I'm not used to preaching with a microphone, so I will knock it off. If you don't, if you don't know it already, you'll know before it's over that I'm just a country person. I try to love God. He is a great Savior. I'm a great sinner. Please pray for us. John chapter ten, verse twenty-seven. My sheep hear my voice, I know them, they follow me, I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. Then the Jews took up stones again to stone him. several things that Jesus is teaching here. A lot of times people want Jesus, but they don't want what Jesus believed. I was talking to a boy. I I played bluegrass music, and I was talking to him, and about baptism, I asked him how Jesus was baptized. He said, who cares? But Jesus is our example, isn't he? That's right. and we're supposed to follow him. If we follow him in baptism, we have to be baptized like he was baptized. So sometimes people, they want Jesus, but they don't want what Jesus believed. Did Jesus have a doctrine? Did Jesus have a belief? You know, on the day of Pentecost, they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine, fellowship, breaking of bread, and prayers. What was the apostles' doctrine? It was Jesus' doctrine. Sometimes people don't want no doctrine at all. You know, it's coming to the place that a lot of people in this world, they don't want you to have any private property anymore. They want the government to own all the property, and they, they just want you to be renters and all of us to be renters. You know, that's the way people are about doctrine. They don't want you to have no spiritual property, do they? When God shows you something, it belongs to you. And so they have what you call a mega church, then, don't they? Because they don't want any doctrine. They just want, just give me Jesus. That's, that's all I want. They don't want what Jesus believed. And seven women shall take a hold of one man, saying, let us eat our own bread and wear our own apparel. Just let us be called by thy name. <clears throat> 
You ever thought about a woman that was a street woman and she had married this man It had a good name? Maybe he had a, a good name at the bank. And he could go borrow money just by his signature. Well, this street woman marries him and she only marries him for his good name to take away her reproach. But she still wants to continue the way she's been living. Let us eat our own bread. You know, Jesus said one time, beware of the living of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. <clears throat> they thought that he was talking about because they had taken no bread with them. But he was talking about the doctrine of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. To beware of them. These women over here, they wanted to eat their own bread. In other words, they wanted to believe their own doctrine. Not only that, they wanted to wear their own apparel. You know, the Bible said in the book of Ephesians about putting off the old man and putting on the new man. Well, these women didn't want to change their apparel. They just wanted to keep on, the, they didn't want to take off the old man and put on the new man. This so there's a lot of people like that today in the world. I'm not talking about primitive Baptists. I love the primitive Baptists. And I, treat, I believe they're God's true church. And I believe they're following God. But not everybody wants that, do they? I've even saw primitive Baptists that would leave the primitive Baptist church and go join a mega church where they just about didn't have no doctrine at all. That's sad, but I, I know people that's done it. Don't want what Jesus believed. You remember Jesus one time, I think it's in the book of Luke, chapter 4. There were many widows in Israel in the days of Elijah. And Elijah was only sent to one, and she was of Sarepta. And there was many lepers in Israel in the days of Elisha, and Elisha was only sent to one, and she was a Syrian. You know what Jesus was teaching here? He was teaching the sovereignty of God. God does what he wants to, when he wants to, how he wants to. And you know what they were going to do to Jesus? They were going to cast him down a hill headlong, but he slipped out of their presence. Not because he's Jesus, but because what Jesus was teaching. Did you notice in this scripture here, after we got through reading about my sheep, hear my voice, I know them, they follow me. At the end it says, then the Jews took up stone to stone him. Not because he's Jesus, but because of what he believed. My sheep, hear my voice. What is all that Jesus is teaching here? First of all, he's talking about the sheep. You know, a sheep's always been a sheep. A goat ain't never stopped being a goat and become a sheep. A sheep's always been a sheep. A goat's always been a goat. Even at the end of time, in the 25th chapter of Matthew, he shall separate his sheep from the goats. They're still goats and they're still sheep, aren't they? <clears throat> my sheep hear my voice. Somebody says, well, ain't every person that's born in this world, aren't they a sheep? 
But the scripture here says you believe not because you're not of my sheep. So not everybody's a sheep, are they? But God's children, they've been sheep from before the foundation of the world. God chose them. They're his sheep. They belong unto him. All we like sheep have gone astray. We've turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. My sheep. And Christ did not die for the goats. He died for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. He's not only the good shepherd, he's the great shepherd. And he's also the chief shepherd the Bible speaks of. My sheep hear my voice. The Bible says in uh, John chapter 5, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, He that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life, and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. Verily, verily, I say unto the Irish, coming nigh us when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God, and they that hear shall live. Those that hear and that shall live are his sheep. They're dead in trespass and sin, but they are his sheep. They're chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world. So they are his sheep. My sheep hear my voice. Why don't others hear his voice? Because he don't call them. Everyone that hears his voice, I'm talking about life-giving voice, they shall come forth from death unto life. God gives them life. My sheep hear my voice. I know them. Now, this is not talking about God just knows they existed. You know, the Bible says, depart from me, you workers of iniquity, for I never knew you. Didn't God know they existed? Yes, he knew they existed. So even this knowledge here and foreknowledge in the 8th chapter of the book of Romans, for whom he did foreknow, it's talking about something besides God just knowing they existed. But God knew them in covenant love, didn't he? My sheep hear my voice. I know them. They follow me. You know, it's a strange thing. I've had people say, well, you teach like a college professor because I mentioned pronouns. You know, I learned that in the fifth grade. (laughs) I remember having a hard time with that. I like to fail the fifth grade because of that because I didn't understand parts of speech. My sheep hear my voice. I know them. Who's them? The sheep. I know them. They, who, the sheep, follow me. They follow me? Well, the dead in sins, they're not going to follow him, are they? Until he calls them. And God's children don't follow. But here's a place where they, they do follow him. My sheep hear my voice. I know them. They follow me. I give unto them eternal life. You know, that was amazing to me. I thought predestination and election was just found on one page maybe or two pages in the Bible. But I found out it's just everywhere. You mean he gives unto them eternal life? Who's them? Go back to the sheep. My sheep hear my voice. I know them. They follow me. I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. How in the world were they his sheep before he gave them eternal life? But they were. They were his sheep because they were chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world. They've always been his sheep. They'll always be his sheep. They'll never cease to be his sheep. I give unto them eternal life. The goats weren't mentioned here, were they? 
I give unto them, I give unto the sheep eternal life. So this teaches election. First, my sheep hear my voice. That's the effectual call. I know them. I know them covenant love. They follow me. That's that effectual call. And I give unto them eternal life. And they shall never perish. You know, if I was to say never, I'm never going to do this. I'm never going to do that. I'm just liable to fail any time. But when God says never, he means never, don't he? And they shall never perish. Here's a conjunction here. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. My father, let me get this first. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My father which gave them me is greater than all. And no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. I and my father are one. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My father which gave them me is greater than all. And no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. I and my father. Did you hear that? My father is greater than all. You ever saw a little kid had a penny? I remember Caleb, my youngest son. He got a penny in his hand. And first thing you know, he had that thing in his mouth. Was at a store. Anytime one of my children need help, I want to be there. And I was right there with him. And God blessed me to be able to get the penny out of his throat. He got choked on that penny. He put it in his mouth. He got choked on it. I grabbed him up by the feet and I hit him in the back. And when I did, the penny came out. Thank God for that. Anytime, though, that you try to get anything out of a kid's hand, you got to be stronger than that kid, don't you? It don't matter if it's a marble. It don't matter if it's a penny. It don't matter what it is. Usually a kid, when it's small, like two or three years old, they're going to put it in their mouth, aren't they, if you don't get it away from them. <clears throat> But did you hear the contrast? My father, which gave them me. That's election. That which gave them me is greater than all. And no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. I and my father won. You remember what I said a while ago? You got to be stronger than that kid? Well, who's stronger than God? Who is greater than God? Who's going to be able to pluck them out of the Father's hand? Who's going to be able to, be able to pry the Father's hand open to get them out? You know, the word preserve means to guard and to keep. <clears throat> Jew, the servant of Jesus Christ, the brother of James, to them that are sanctified by God the Father, preserved in Jesus Christ and called. The word preserve means to guard and to keep. David, you know, he was a keeper of the sheep, you remember? There's a lion came out against him, and he smote him. As a bear came out again, he smote him. And you remember the giants? He was just like one of those. David was a keeper of the natural Israel, wouldn't he? He was a keeper of the sheep. God is a keeper of spiritual Israel. God keeps us from falling, don't he? He is a keeper. There was a woman told me one time, see, I, yeah, I know that a person, they can't, that God guards them and keeps them. 
and nobody can pluck them out of his hand, but they jump out. I said, I got news for you. I said, the word preserve not only means to guard and keep, but to prevent from escaping. To prevent from escaping. So they can't even jump out, can they? And my Father which gave them me is greater than all. And no man's able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. The Trinity is taught here. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. Once a sheep, always a sheep. There was chosen sheep in Christ before the foundation of the world. There are sheep all through this world. And when time is no more, God shall separate his sheep from the goats. He shall place his sheep on the right hand and the goats on the left. He shall say to the sheep, Come thou blessed of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the Lord. May God bless you.